to my, my Xbox, Xbox and, me. and me. Hey, we did that together. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode one hundred and twenty-nine. That's a lot of episodes. I am one. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the man behind our reviews, Gary. How are you, sir? I'm good, thanks. I'm good. Gary, I feel like I've not spoken to you in ages. If I'm being honest, like in like, speech. I know we still, obviously we're talking text like, all the time. No, in speech it isn't. When? When? Monday. Monday? Did we talk? Oh, we had a meeting Monday. We had a meeting right. on Monday. We had a business Do you know what? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't you count don't count that because no one else gets no, to see it. No, because no one else sees it. Yeah, I meant more like on camera. That's like, my private time with, with Fix. Yeah, yeah, well, it's not going to be private anymore, but yeah. Um... Welcome to the Mike's Watching Me podcast. Hope everyone's doing well. Uh, this show is brought to you by Mike Lynch and Words About Games, uh, but you'll hear about that a little bit more later. Apart from that, if you want the show early, you head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer, or you watch it live right here on twitch.tv slash mcfixer. Um, besides that, blah, 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 blah. Gary, there is so much. This show is so jam-packed this week that we don't even have, I don't even have time to really, like, bullshit around. No, I know, right? Because we're on such a, we're on, we've got a tight schedule anyway. Um, we and Gary were just talking off camera. For those who want to hear about how EGX was, because we haven't spoken about that yet, we're going to do that in a separate video for the My Xbox and Me channel. Uh, due to the fact that this week is so busy in Xbox news that it would all just sort of get a little bit kerfuffled. So I have played a ton of games. I spent the last three, last weekend, three days, uh, Friday, Saturday and Sunday at EGX Reeves. I played every single game inside the idea Xbox booth. So you will hear that in a separate video. Okay, we good there? Everyone understands what's going on? I understand. Let's, let's go again. All right. What is in your box, Gary? What have you been playing this um, week, my friend? So I checked out this little indie game called Minute. I'm just oh, yes, up yes, the, yes, yes, the review yes. for it now. Um, really, really enjoyable. Um, okay. It's very retro-themed, so it looks and sounds like an 8-bit adventure game. Um, sort of like a... And it's kind of structured sort of like a, a Legend of Zelda. Like, really, really like okay. original ones. Um, of course, the, the gimmick is that it's... You, you have 60 seconds uh, per yeah. life. And then once you that 60 seconds runs out, you restart back to the like your house. Like There's a few different checkpoints in the in the world dotted around. Yeah. Whichever one's your checkpoint, that's where you restart. Um, Got you. Really, really enjoyable game, actually. I thought the, the 60 seconds thing would be really stressful. Like, yeah. It's actually not. Um, it is at first, but once you get into the rhythm of the game, um, like... Dying doesn't even really bother you. Like the map's so well constructed that you can sort of get around quite easily, and then you sort yeah. of start memorizing like how to get around and where stuff is. Um, and beyond that, mm. it's just it's a really solidly well constructed game. Did you see the guy on Twitter trashing that game? No, I did not see the guy on Twitter trashing there, that. Game. So, there was a guy on Twitter that tweeted at Devolver Digital uh-huh. saying. How dare they publish a game like this? That a game like this should—I've not played the game, so I don't know if it's any good. Obviously, you speak very highly of it, but 
a game like this should not be published and not get funding in 2018. This is not a 2018 game, and we should expect more from our video games. And it blew up because the Roller Visual um, replied to them saying that they think all games are equal and yada yada, and if they like it, they publish it, etc. etc. Obviously, we know how sarcastic the Roller Visual can be anyway, yeah, so it's 100%. like perfect. Um, but then, like, his mentions, I was in there just reading them, I didn't put anything, but he was just getting blown up, and like, his argument was just well, I don't think it's good enough. And like he wouldn't put an argument across to anybody else. He would literally just be, say what he wants and not, like... So it wasn't like an argument between... just like, go to my previous tweet, which was him saying, blah, 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 blah. Like, nothing of any substance either, which was yeah. quite hilarious. Like, so I, was just I like, don't like this. Okay. Why? Yeah, is it, yeah but it wouldn't give a reason why. <laughs> it, was just, it, should, it shouldn't be published, because it's not... I think he's. I think his reason was, like, the art style's not good enough. And da, 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 da. It's like, but that's what they've chose to do with this game. Yeah. And he, he, he just didn't get it. He it could works, not understand so. it. I mean... Tweets their Apart own, from but, that, uh, is there anything else in your box this um, week? A little bit of PUBG. I'm still in the slump, so I haven't really been playing it very much. Yeah. Uh, a little bit of Overwatch. Um, rocked a, a pretty good competitive match, actually. Um, did a full hold on Hollywood. With like we we, fu- we Basically, we fucked up because you, you get two rounds, so you attack. And however far you get, the other team has to get. Just, like okay. just beyond that to win. Yeah, uh, we didn't even get the first point, so we basically we went into this thing where it was okay. We got four minutes, and we can't let them get the first tick on the first point. Yeah. Basically, and it's a suicide did. mission, and got we held it and got a draw. Oh, nice! <laughs> ah, oh, brilliant! So that was pretty intense, but it was pretty awesome. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. Quick one for the chat. Sorry, I'm breaking like the full full here. Can you hear kids in my background? On my mic. Gary, can you hear him? No. Could it be my... Okay, it should be fine. No, no, it should be fine, but it's fine. I just wanted to check that so I could edit it and, like, go shut the doors, but it's fine. It's boiling hot, obviously, in England right now, so my back doors are, like, wide Uh open, but I can hear kids. And I was like, okay. And they didn't reply to me in the messages because they're all rude. Um, Let's get back to the full falls now being closed and we're back in. Um, What else have I played this week? I played... So, obviously, at EGX, I played... I'll give you the quick lowdown of... I played Below... I played um, Harold something, which was interesting. I played Hunt Dan, which my little sister absolutely loved. I played some other bits and bobs. Uh, but I'm not going to go into it like I say. We're going to a video on Monday and we'll sort that out. Um, okay. Besides that, I played a bit more PUBG. And I started, not that this show that matters, but I started God of War this morning. So... Yes, that has been my Xbox-centric stuff. So, yeah. Should we get into the topic of the show straight away? Like yeah, I'm we saying, should. The show yeah, is so should. jam-packed, it's ridiculous. Topic of the show this week. Uh, e, sorry, Xbox E3 2018 has leaked. Rumoured. Uh, the lineup that features Battlefield 5, Splinter Cell, Forza Horizon 4, and more has come out in a report. So this actually came out from gadgets.ndtv.com, who are a legit source, by the way. Like, they're a legit outlet that have legit writers, and they've cracked, they have reported on some things before as well, and, like, there's a website that I've used before. So this isn't just, like, the Joe Smos that are putting something up. This is actually someone semi-what legit do you know what i mean yeah i get you 
Okay. Uh, so the appears uh, the sorry it appears that the leaks of the Xbox E3 2018 lineup may have leaked, and if it is true, there are some obvious announcements regarding Forza Horizon 4, Crackdown 3, as well as some big surprises on the way: Battlefield 5, a new Splinter Cell game, Borderlands 3, Cyberpunk 2077, a Halo reboot, and what could be a new instalment in the long-forgotten Perfect Dark. Uh, The Xbox 2018 leaks are bullet-pointed as forward. Forza Horizon 4, 4K 30fps on the X, Japan setting and will be in Xbox Game Pass. You will see a gameplay slash trailer, a demo, uh, and it will come out in the fall of 2018. I think we'll go through these and we'll talk about it and then we'll go yeah, through yeah, the next go for one. Yeah, yeah, go for it. I think that's pretty safe, honestly. Yeah, it seems um, obvious. I don't, I don't know about the Japan setting. I think that's something that's been rumoured for a while. That, yeah, that was rumoured last time as well, so... But, before we go through all these, again, rumoured, very rumoured. This isn't what I'm saying. It's just something I wanted to report, report on because it's... You'll listen to it and you'll think to yourself, okay, this is somewhat interesting, so... Um, yeah, I think that's pretty safe. Uh, I think we're going to see Forza Horizon 4, even if it's not Japan setting. Obviously, yeah. it'll be an Xbox Game Pass. Obviously, they're going to show gameplay, and obviously, it'll come out in full. So, yeah. Uh, next game on this list is Starfield. I don't actually know what this is. But they've got the marketing deal, gameplay demo, open world sci-fi RPG coming holiday 2018. That Can you explain tracks. what that is, then? Because this was, this was a rumour for last year as well. This okay. is Bethesda's next big... Um, open world RPG. Ah, oh, um, okay. It's like it's like like it says it's this big open world, but it's sci-fi as opposed to sort of post-apocalyptic or fantasy, um, oh, yeah. which sounds really interesting. And Bethesda like have always kind of been out on the Xbox Close relationship E three, yep. so it makes sense that they would have the marketing deal and they would show it off there. Yeah, uh, they well they've got obviously they've got their own show before the Xbox or is it after? Oh, um, I can't remember the timing anymore. No, because everybody. I think it's after. Oh, I'm pretty th- sure. If I remember rightly, it's after because I'm pretty sure it goes. Now it goes on the Sunday. It goes Xbox Bethesda, pl- yeah. UB, so UB and PlayStation, PlayStation are on the Monday. Yeah, um, and Bethesda's on the Sunday, but it's like Sunday with five a.m. Yeah. I think it was like Monday yeah. morning. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, next one up, we've got Scream Ride Two uh, for Xbox Game Pass uh, gameplay trailer and Holiday Twenty Eighteen. Um, Scream Ride One. I, the, do you know what? I remember this game super fondly because, and I tell you why I remember it so fondly, is because I went to my very first ever EGX um, and it was there. Yep. Like, it wasn't at um, Birmingham. It was actually when I was in Earl's Court in London. <laughs> Um, and it was actually there, and I remember talking to the PR team then, but when I was absolutely a nobody, when I was trying to get links, and I was like, yeah, sorry, mate, no. Like, we're not even talking to you. I was like, I'll be back one day, one day. and I won't care about it when you have Scream Ride 2, so I don't care now. I, uh, I actually remember playing it at that EGX as well. I actually reviewed oh, okay. it um, ah. back in the day uh, when it came out. It was okay. It seems like a weird pick for a sequel, but all right. <laughs> Yeah, so meant to come to Game Pass because it had been exclusive. Gameplay trailer and coming this holiday 2018. Again, I don't think so, but we'll, we shall see on that one. Next up, we've got Crackdown 3, which will be an Xbox Game Pass, will be a gameplay trailer. A multiplayer beta will be announced at E3, and it will be a release of holiday 2018. I would go out to guess they will actually put a date on it because people are waiting. It's been a, it's, um, They announced it in 2015, so it's been yeah. long enough now. 
Yep, yep, yep. I, one again. I, I can't remember if you. I mean, we do so many shows now and stuff. But do you care about Crackdown or are you the same? Not as really. Like, not um, really. But because it's on Game Pass, you get to play it now and not I mean, feel bad having to buy it. I'm a reviewer who works on an Xbox channel, so I was always going to play it. But I'm not really exactly. like. Give me that Crackdown three, like like I am with Stage Decay two. Yeah, give me that crack. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like crack. So. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. Uh, next up, we have got Shadow of the Tomb Raider, a game that I am super excited for. Xbox will have the marketing de- deal with that one, um, which makes sense yeah. because of obviously the exclusive, na- exclusive nature with uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. It will have a gameplay demo and it will have be part of Xbox Game Pass during fall 2018. This is where I think it's completely not a bullshit, if I'm honest with you. Um, I agree with the marketing, I agree with the gameplay demo. This game is not going to be in Game Pass because it's not going to be an exclusive. And and there is no way on God's given earth you be a given up um, Square. that those sows for a sing again for me Game Pass makes sense for a Sea of Thieves it makes sense for a State of Decay even because that game's like a double A not triple A and again they're putting all their exclusives in now which is awesome but I don't see third parties being like if- yeah we'll put our sixty pound dollar game or fifty pound game in here for people to get for £10. The money's not going to work out right yeah, now. No, way. that's just bullshit. And if if Square and Microsoft was stupid enough to do the same thing with Shadow of the Tomb Raider they did for Rise of the Tomb Raider, where they keep it exclusive for a year, the internet will fucking catch Kill fire. Them. Like, yeah. <laughs> they can't do that yeah. again. Well, because it doesn't make sense. It, it, like, make it an exclusive, cool. Make it an exclusive. Don't make it a timed exclusive, though. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't persuade people to come over. They're just going to wait the year. Like, why would you? I love Tomb Raider, but why would I wait a whole year? Like, or why would I buy it on your console when I can wait a whole year? Yeah. Like, I, I just, would... you know it's timed because you're not, you're being vague with the wording. It's like, no, this is silly. Just don't do it. Um, sea of Thieves new content trailer will be shown it obviously is part of Xbox Game Pass uh, and the content that is shown will come out in fall 2018 which funny this is said we'll be talking about Sea of Thieves a little bit later in the show which could link up with this actually so we will see uh, you've got Ashen the gameplay trailer uh, and it will come out holiday 2018 cool. a lot of this is holiday 2018 a lot of it is like I don't see all of this being shoved in there together especially with the games that are coming out around to be fair though um, a lot a lot of this a lot of this isn't actually microsoft game studios so well ashen isn't exclusive yeah yeah ashen is an exclusive uh scream rides an exclusive but they're uh, indie games like indie developed game yeah, yeah, the, well, yeah, they're third-party developed and then just exclusive rights, yeah. Um, next up, you've got the Last the last Night uh, gameplay trailer, um, and it will be coming holiday 2018, uh, and it will be part of Game Pass. The Last Night, I remember this one, this is that retro-looking yeah. retro game, the, right? Uh, um, cyberpunk kind of game, like Blade yeah. Runner-ish. Sorry, not retro, sorry, I meant cyberpunk. Um, thank you for correcting me. Uh, yeah, it's... One of those games I liked the look of would me be a me, which we've all learned that I am a fucking AAA monster. That's literally what I've learned is like, unless you are, like I will get to Celeste because I have to for Game of the Year talk, but unless you are something really special like Celeste, you're probably going to get swept under the web when it comes to me lately. It's really games, bad. Basically. I don't, I don't hate indie games and I, I talk to so many fantastic indie devs and stuff, but 
Do you know what I think it is? Because I'm a obviously majority now, which is obviously changed a little bit with the business, how things are going. But because I'm a Twitch streamer, the majority of the time I play games is on the stream. And the majority of the time I am playing multiplayer games. And if your indie game isn't multiplayer centric, then I'm probably not going to get to it. And even if it is multiplayer centric, it needs to be good for an audience to watch as well. Which is just something I've learned over uh, my gaming habits has totally changed. So if there's a game out there that I think I definitely need to get, and I said this at the beginning of the year, and what we four months in, I need to play more smaller games, but I just sometimes forget, and I just don't, I'm not entwined into that audience like I should be. But The Last Night does look cool if it gets good reviews from you, obviously, and uh, other outlets, I, I think I'll right probably things. give it a go. Yeah, you keep you keep us noticed there right on that one. Below, which I have played. Uh, we'll be on Xbox Game Pass. You'll get a gameplay trailer, and we'll be coming holiday 2018. I it. I want to see it. That is going to happen. I have played it. Right. Um, it's about time. It, <laughs> it, um, I didn't play it for long. The demo is the demo. You could have played that demo for a long, long time. But at EGX, I don't want to play things yeah. for hours. This is actually want to put a video out. I want to make a video about um, what I think devs do wrong at EGX or at gaming conventions because I hate it when there's a demo that. I play Strange, but is it Strange Brigade? Yeah, and that was a twenty-minute demo. Oh yeah, if it was the same demo I played like at EGX last year, it's a fucking long demo. Like, I, I, don't get me wrong, I love playing video games, but that's a long demo for one of those shows. And um, the below demo was kind of longish as well. And I was like, there was a load of people behind me. I'm like, you know what? Let me just try it out, see what this is about. That's a game that I want day one, so- um, and then, boom, go off and get up to the rest of the games. But yeah. Next up, we've got Madden. Marketing, gameplay, trailer, full 2018. That's I think that one's a given. I think Xbox. Go sports. You love Football Manager. Stop lying. Shut up. <laughs> um, I think this is a, a sure end. They've had the marketing rights on this one for a while. I don't think they're going to give this up to Sony the way they did with FIFA, because I think that's just stupid, and I thought that was stupid when it happened. But we shall see. Uh, next up, we've got Minecraft, which I do think there'll definitely be a Minecraft. Um, they will talk about Minecraft at E3 this year. Uh, it's the contact update, update, which will be coming fall 2018. Um, I think this is probably true, because they didn't get out the, the big update that they wanted to on time. So I think it might be like it's still coming, and yes, you can still use the switch on it, and yada yada. So I think that will happen. Yep. Um, next thing we got Battlefield Five, Vegas Five, right? Yep. So it went from um, Battlefield Four to Battlefield One to Battlefield Five to Battlefield Five. Okay. Uh, Xbox will have the marketing rights. It will be sense. a gameplay trailer and full 2018. I think this is going to happen, but we'll see this before at the EA. They always show. do that, though, don't they? And then they break yes. it out into another show. And they're not going to go to PlayStation because PlayStation have got cards. So. Exactly. Uh, and next one, a game I can't wait for. So I'm happy about this. And obviously we know they've got the marketing rights anyway, which is Metro, uh, Metro sorry, Exodus. 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 Um, yeah. Exodus, that's how you pronounce that. Um, I can't wait for this because it looks survival horror I've never played a Metroid, uh, Metro game that people tell me I really should. Um, They're really good. And I can't wait. And they reckon it's coming twenty uh, holiday 2018 as well. And last but not least of the leaks, they reckon we are getting a Banjo-Kazooie anniversaries that will be will show gameplay, uh, will be an Xbox Game Pass, and will drop full 2018. Gary. Fix. 
I think some of these are easy guesses. Yep. If I'm honest, I think the Falls are one, the Crackdown one, the Sea of Thieves, Minecraft, Madden, uh, Ashen, because that game's not out, so I'm going to show that again. A few of these. I feel like this is all pretty safe. I feel like I could have made this list, if I'm I honest. I could have made this list very easily. Yeah. And I would have um, made it less obvious that it was mostly... Like, I don't think the person who... Like, I, I haven't read the original article, so no, I don't know what the context have, is yeah. for, for where this leak has come from, but... Wherever they got it from, I, just, I don't think it's a leak. There's some obvious stuff missing, like Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Yes, just definitely. Not, not on the list, really. Microsoft aren't going to talk about that at E3. Okay. Yep. Um, All right. It it just feels like a list that someone's made where they've gone right. What could, what could, uh, what what would be probable? And then, of course, yeah. there's nothing there which is like. The big surprise. To be fair, the there's a little bit more. There's a little bit more of what I forgot to add on because that you actually jogged my memory there. Uh, they said the games that would be re- that was the games that would be releasing in 2018. The games they reckon would be at the show recent 2019, which I'll read out now. Which is Borderlands 3 will be spring 2019, part of Game Pass. Again, no. I don't see it happening. No, no way. No. Um, you'll get a gameplay trailer. Ori: The Will of the Wisps, spring 2019, part of Game uh, part of Game Pass. Um, Electric Madness, which is a fun racer, uh, spring 2019, part of Game Pass. A Splinter Cell reboot, um, which will be open world and what Microsoft will have the marketing for and it will be first on Xbox One, uh, fall 2019. We then have Anthem, uh, which will be the marketing yeah. and with a gameplay demo, fall 2019. Uh, we have Halo Genesis, which is a split, uh, which is a reboot that has split screen, new engine, Warzone 2.0 multiplayer, a beta coming in 2018 with a teaser trailer that says fall 2019. Next up, we have Cyberpunk 2077, uh, which is obviously the marketing rights uh, with a teaser trailer saying 20 that says 2019 to 2020. Again, no way. And last but not least, uh, Joanna Dark, uh, which is an action third-person game with a teaser trailer saying holiday 2019. Yeah. Um, again, I still think it's a pretty safe list. It's hard honestly. to argue against it, but at the same time, it seems to be a list constructed of all the leaks and rumours that we've been covering for the last four months. Yeah, and more. And obviously the stuff that didn't happen, like yeah. Starfield last year. Exactly. Um, not to again. I'm not shitting on them. They've got their. No, they've 100%. got their sources, obviously. Yeah. Um, but seems like a pretty safe list. That's something that any real Xbox fan could have put together. Yeah, there would, if, 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 if I had never seen this list, and then that was the E3 that happened, at, like it, like if that, for Microsoft, like there'd, there'd be nothing there where I would be like, whoa, that was out of complete a surprise. Field. Apart from Splinter Cell apparently being a timed exclusive, like whoa, that is a bit weird. Yeah. Um, they did have it as an exclusive on. Did the first one not come to just Xbox? If I'm not mistaken, Ooh, maybe. Um, yeah, I think Splinter Cell One was only on Xbox. If I'm not mistaken, original Xbox. Yeah, yeah, because it was that era. Um, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but whatever, we shall see. Would you like if this? They say this is the case, and this is exactly what you're getting, mm-hmm. which is a really that says it's a Borderlands announcement, it's a Splinter Cell announcement, Anthem gameplay, a Halo spin-off reboot. Um, obviously, a new Perfect Dark, which are the big surprises. Um, would you be disappointed in that E3? Or um, I think it would be a solid 
show for Microsoft. The thing about E3 is, is it's always like, it's always relative to what everybody else does. So, um, like a couple of years ago, when Microsoft did the um, the E3, where they they had Dark Souls and they did the the Hololens My- Minecraft thing, and that yeah. was a really good show. But and then yeah. Sony came out and they had the Last Guardian was finally Killed coming it. out and uh, Final Fantasy VII remake and Shenmue Three, and it was just like yeah, like that didn't make Microsoft show worse, but no, that nobody was talking about that after yeah. yeah. For me, it's a case of like. I wouldn't be disappointed with this because it's all the things I kind of want anyway. So it's like, well, I'm getting what I want. But I would be disappointed because there's no new IP there at all from a first-party standpoint, um, which is what we need to see. Uh, I definitely think it's time to show something of Gears of War 5. Start teasing that out, I think. I I did like the approach that Phil was having with... um, With... God, with showing games that are coming out fairly soon. Yeah. But when you, you, as an Xbox fan and someone that wants to know what's going on, honestly, we're a little bit confused on the first party front. Obviously, if you're a diehard Xbox fan like me, not to say that you boohoo any other consoles, I own all the consoles, but you want to see Xbox do, do, do the best at the end of the day. And when you get a game like God of War come out and then it's tens everywhere and then you compare it to, and they're not compared, don't mean compare the games, but I mean compare the uh, content, which you have a Sea of Thieves that comes out for Xbox, which everyone is super hyped for, but then falls flat. And then you have a God of War game that, in my opinion, people were like, that looks interesting. But it was only once the reviews come out, people were like, oh my god, I have to get this now. Because that's what happened to me. I've never played a God of War game ever. I've never played a God of War game. But when you've got games... I've got those people out there saying this is better than Last of Us, which is in my top two games of all time. You're like, you've got to take this serious. And I think Xbox needs some more mature single player. Single player, not... Because Gears of War is not a single-player game. You can play single-player. But a single-player, narrative-driven, gorgeous game. They've got they've got the hardware, and they need to start investing in teams. They like need first their, party studios. their own Naughty Dog or their own Sony Santa Monica. Like, they need... It's not. It's so hard to say you need... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naughty I mean, Dog I can say it's super easy. But yeah. Like, they need that kind of, kind of studio to produce that kind of game. Like... I'm not expecting the first game that some studio produces to be as good as The Last of Us. Like. No. But they need that but, kind of content yeah. to go alongside their other stuff. Like, we're going to do Coming Soon, I assume, at some point. And yes. Just bear in mind, <laughs> just bear in mind when we do Christ. Coming Soon that in the past week on PlayStation, we've had Yakuza 6 and God of War. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But before that, before we get to Coming Soon, let's talk about Mike Lynch. And Mike Lynch says, yo, 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 what is going on, guys? Your boy Mike Lynch here. He hasn't really got anything else to say because he hasn't given me a new ad read in like that's awkward like a month. So I can't promote anything apart from twitch.tv slash Mike Lynch or his usual channel, youtube.com slash Mike Lynch. And this is Mike's chance to like give me a new ad read. I'd appreciate it. This kid's coming soon, Gary. Let's go through it. Okay. So on coming soon, we have a grand total of one game. Thank God. Because um. we got a lot more to go through. <laughs> to be fair, it is an interesting looking game. Uh, it's an indie game called uh, Sinner Sacrifice for Redemption. Um, I've got a quick little blurb here I'm just going to read, which is um, 
rise from the depths of a crumbling kingdom and to and this isn't obviously written what this doesn't make sense i wish i read this properly before well, right. to, i'm going right, to right. reading what's been read yeah. so i'm going to translate it in english cool. rise from the, the depths of a crumbling kingdom and challenge and to, to the challenge of defeating increasingly difficult demonic bosses choose aspects of yourself to weaken before defeating the avatars of sin in the action RPG Sin and Sacrifice for Redemption. Inspired by classic boss battlers and modern skill-based action RPGs with a dash of gothic anime styling and horror storytelling, Sinner promises a thrilling and bone-chilling experience. Basically, it's like a boss fight game. So you go... Yeah. Um, you've got... You Basically, it's like... A, in terms of gameplay style, it's a bit Dark souls um, oh, okay. I'm not saying that's what the difficulty level's like or anything. I'm no, not no, no, it, but, but yeah. Um, you go from boss to boss to boss, like... And fight them, but instead of getting more powerful... You have to. You get, you get weaker, and you have to choose like aspects of like skills or abilities to actually lose going into the next boss fight. So it's a really interesting. The mechanic sounds really cool. Yeah, it's a really interesting way to handle a difficulty curve. It's like it's almost like backwards. I don't know, it sounds yeah. really interesting. That does sound interesting. I'll give you that. I shouldn't have made a face. Yeah, yeah but that's all. But I did that's make a face. Cool. Let's get into the news. And oh my god, there's a lot of it. Uh, Microsoft job posting gives first clue about the future of the Xbox tech. The next Xbox console may be using GDDR6 or flash storage, if two recent Microsoft job postings are any indication. A posting made to Microsoft uh, career site on April 10th revealed the company is looking for a senior electrical engineer to help lead development for the existing and leading edge memory tech for the currently shipping and future Xbox design projects. In addition to requiring a deep understanding of current DDR3 and DDR5 tech, those solutions include the more powerful GDDR6, as well as the future DRAM technologies. Do I understand what any of that means? I'm going to guess. No. Not a clue. But it means... I know what... GDR is RAM, right? Yeah. It's the... If I'm not mistaken. It's the RAM that goes in the graphics card. So, I understand that. I'm guessing GDR... DDR6 is the best it's, that's out there right now? Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know if it's out yet. Um, I haven't been keeping up with graphics cards for a while, but um, okay. If it, it's basically the newest one. Gotcha. So they are looking to be putting make, making a decent, beefy console for the first. For the Xbox 2, I guess. Xbox One XX. What do you think they called it? And Joe, what the... No. I'll, we haven't got enough time. No. We haven't got enough time. Um... This is exciting, I guess. So, obviously, there was another company post a job listing for an Xbox storage architect the same day searching for a team lead to help develop the solutions uh, for the hard drives, solid-state drives, and even flash-based tech in the future Xbox Solid-state drive will be an interesting thing to have in a console because you just, like, flat-out destroy loading times. Yes, but they are extremely expensive. Yes. So, and I don't think we can have... I generally don't think Xbox, especially with the next Xbox, um, which is what they should call it, next box. Um, <laughs> then what do you call the one after that? <laughs> next, next box. The next, um, the next, next box. <laughs> the next, next box. Um, I just generally think that they should, like, 
I don't even know. I'm just giving up it, right now. Technology. It's interesting, me. and it points to the fact that they're already thinking about the next console, and it makes sense because they're doing the whole mid-generation upgrade thing. So, exactly. Thank you guys for my Xbox One X, by the way. Uh, a look at Microsoft's revamped Xbox Live avatars have seemingly been revealed. Uh, the Verge, a recent era user, grows gones gones shared a youtube video now removed of the upcoming new avatars uh, which a formerly microsoft designer apparently uploaded unlisted to a personal youtube channel check out the video below um blah 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 blah, blah. i got this from the verge by the way uh users will be able to customize their character in a load okay if you haven't seen the leak it's literally a new avatar system they're using the windows store but it's the unity they're using unity engine uh for its items they, it looks fantastic I'll be honest with you, I am currently in the middle of actually making a video about this, um, and it will be titled, Does Anybody Care? No, I'm joking, it won't, because I got a lot of trouble last time. Um, (laughs) No, but what it is, I do want to talk about it, not here, but I do want to talk about it in the video, actually, about how, if they want avatars to be successful, they need to make a game around it, and that's something that I want to go into a little bit more depth with. But, was you into avatars on the 360, or not A bit. I mean, I messed around with it. You know, I like a good cosmetic thing so yeah like I, this sounds really interesting what the, my favorite part of it is the part where um there's gonna be like options for amputees and wheelchairs and stuff like that so it's becoming That's... more inclusive which is nice yeah well, exactly well it means anybody anybody can have themselves portrayed as an xbox avatar and it doesn't have to be well, yeah. I'm in a wheelchair and that's not there. Like they've they've put in a lot of TLC into this, which is fantastic. I just have my skeptical side of me just says, but why? What are you doing to bring avatars back then? Like, mm. are we going to see one versus one hundred come back? Definitely. Are we going to see those type of games come back? Are we going to get a Xbox first party shooter or even second party? Um, game and i mean triple a based game based around avatars which again i think would be cool or are we going to get a sims like game with you're using your avatars like those things make sense that all makes sense and like other so imagine a sims lights game sims a sims imagine imagine sims avatars literally that yeah but my friends listen your friend like my friend we're friends so your sim your avatar is just walking around my world fix no joke, you need to legit pitch that to everybody at Xbox. <laughs> because like, it just make... I'll play the shit out of that. That's but does that not make sense? Yes. That just makes sense. Like, and it doesn't have to be as robust as Sims, like, don't get me but just some easy like I don't know, I think it would work personally. But they don't they have to market it properly. Don't market it as a shitty, like a shitty avatar game. Yeah. Market oh, it as the avatar the, as the new a new game, and it just happens to be your avatar that's in the game. Jump like yeah, no, that's but just that same thing. You're on gold there, like you know, gold. It happens. It happens every once thousand times um should we talk about something you want to talk about gold see a few is getting that much needed new content see what i did there new content uh some <laughs> content um this is literally from the the blog post that the CFEs devs put up. So I'm just going to take the bullet points here because we are running long already and I've got to do FIFA Friday. Uh, bring players together in interesting ways, encountering different types of player uh, 
Sorry, let me start again. Bringing players together in interesting ways, encouraging different types of player encounters, enriching the world that players adventure in, giving players a new way to play, giving players a variety of goals and uh, rewards. This is literally from the blog. Um, Beyonding... uh, No, that's not Broadening. That is... Broadening, sorry. I was smiling and thinking at the same time, like, what am I reading? Uh, Broadening the journey uh, to the pirate legend and beyond. Aside from this, what's key for us is the rhythm and cadence we want to uh, get into Sea of Thieves. Our focus for April is to continue addressing the top feedback points, but as we move into May, our focus will shift to the new content. Our first content update is the Hungering Deep. We'll release in May and we'll bring with it a new AI threat to the world. So we'll have two now. Crews. Sorry, that's a lie. Sharks, Kraken, Skeletons, Snakes. Uh, I suppose if you're counting snakes, you'll have five. Five. Crews will have to work together to discover and defeat this threat as part of a unique event. We will... Also, be introducing a new, uh, sorry, a number of new mechanics to assist players on this adventure. Blah 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 blah. blah. Oh, sh- oh sh- Not in a rude way. I don't mean it like that. But what I mean is, don't mention new content when you're not even telling us what the content is, and the game has nothing in it. I take issue like. With- uh, on April, we're going to continue addressing the top feedback points, as if somehow well, the content points... isn't the top feedback point. Like, come on, guys. <laughs> That's just, that is it. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't know. I just... I'd love to get someone in from Rare. I've spoken... Obviously, I've met Joe. I've been to the studio. I'd love to talk to somebody, like, on record and talk about where... Did they actually not realise the game is empty? And not in, like, a mean way. Yeah. I mean, that in, like, in the, in the like, nicest way possible. Like, because that was obvious to me from the first beta testing thing that we weren't allowed to talk about. And then when I went to the studio as well, it was still more fun because I had seen like the stalls and stuff like that. And I was like, this is going to be cool. And then we get to the actual game and it's still the same emptiness. Yeah. You wonder if maybe they were too close to it to see that. Which, yeah, that's something that I think all creative type people go through. I, me personally, I do. It's like I try and reach out, to, especially the audience, and like, what should we improve? And I was like, no, it's fine. And I'm like, uh. but I'm so, but I'm so close to it that I can't see the faults. Yeah. I can't see the problems. I can't see it because you do wrap yourself up a little bit too much. You go in one or two directions. Amazing. Yeah, but don't see. I the think problems. if you're too critical, or yeah, or, you're too critical. or oh, exactly. I think it's like, no, this is crap, this show's crap, everything's crap. Right. And like, no. And it's like, no, this show's amazing. Which, again, show I know it but is, it but it's crap at the same time as well. Yeah. Um, it's amazing <laughs> and it not amazing. That's how at our brains time. work. Exactly. Exactly. Um, this le- That just let me down a little bit. For someone who was super excited and just didn't get what they wanted out of the My Xbox and Me, uh, out of My Xbox and Me, out of CFEs. Uh. <laughs> You're, you're, to talk about it real quickly, your review is up yes, right now on uh, My Xbox and Me, youtube.com slash My Xbox and Me. You can check out Gary's full review of uh, CFEs. He says some good things, he says some bad things. Um, he worked really hard on it, so you should all go check it out and give it a thumbs up. Do you want to promote it anymore? Did I do a good job? Uh, no, you did a really good job. I, 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 right. A really good job. Cool. 
Let's talk about gamer score then, shall we? Okay, I love gamer and, score and exp- and the XP system that is getting put in place. So, Microsoft is working on a new career system for Xbox, which will sit alongside gamer score to showcase players' dedications to gaming. This is something that came out ages ago that we spoke about, but they've actually like released some new um, news and how it's going to work. So, the new Xbox career system will sit alongside your gamer score, which is cool, to tally a player's achievements across the Xbox platform. But how will this system work? Microsoft plan to do more to showcase players' activity and success beyond the current achievement system. Now. We have a few more details about how it works. Here we go. Earn XP will incur similar to earning achievements, triggered by certain conditions. Some of those conditions Microsoft is testing include in the following. Total playtime across all games uh, to be updated at specific milestones. XP levels milestones, the number of games you have played, simply playing a set number of games per day, uh, completing... Uh, sorry competing on xbox live uh, although it's not clear in what context whether that's part of an, a tournament or in general multiplayer games creating content on xbox live perhaps by sharing game clips or streaming and earning regular gamer score achievements is this something that like brings you in a little bit more is cool or do you not really care it sounds cool um but I'm, i've never never really been bothered by my gamer score um or by achievements or trophy, or any anything like that at all. So, yeah, for me, I love achievements. I loved, I loved them back in the day. It was sort of as I broke into the industry a little bit. I stopped caring about achievements because I think it's just you start playing everything and don't have time. Um, I don't have time to collect all two hundred of these feathers, guys. I've literally got ten more games to play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So for me, it's like. They, I think for me, I try and pick and choose the games I want to with Faz and Gina. If it's a game that I really care about, Assassin's Creed Origins, I think that's a game that I will go back one day and Faz and G. I want like the games I actually care about. Like I said, I wanted to do all the Resident Evil games this year, but it's that well. probably isn't going to happen. Isn't going to happen. But I tried, sort of, but not really. Um, yeah, I tried. Cool. This next one is interesting. I didn't know whether to add it or not, but I felt like I should because we're an Xbox podcast, and I think I have a different opinion on this compared to some of the audience, maybe, and people that know about yeah, it. I don't know so, anything about we'll it, so I'm interested to hear about so, it. So, I didn't know anything about it either, but Ryan McCraffrey tweeted this. I would like to sincerely apologize to the Xbox team as well as the Xbox community on behalf of the IGN editorial team. The Facebook and Instagram posts were unprofessional, classless, and made without my knowledge. The post will be deleted ASP at Aaron Greenberg and at Mike Yirabar. So, <laughs> what happened was, obviously the uh, the team that run um, the Instagram and the Facebook and all that and crap, social media tweeted, literally tweeted out a picture of it was, I think it was like, you know, like you see the pictures of like the four, you have Xbox, Nintendo, PlayStation, PC, and they'll put a game in yeah. that's only exclusive and be like, but it's not on the others. They did this, but just with PlayStation and Xbox. Right. And it was showing God of War. So it was just like the God of War picture on PlayStation and then literally um, the Xbox empty. And this is the tweet that come from it. And I kind of felt like they were just, I get, but this, I see this as two ways, yeah. Which is some people see it as it was just the 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 the, 
the community team pretty much having fun, like with the audience, like ha ha ha, you're not getting, you're not getting. Um, it was a graphics comparison pick. Thank you, Dan. I know. Um, I oh, I get it now. I mean, yeah, this yeah. is a meme, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is a meme. Um, of, <laughs> and for me, it was just like they were having fun with it, which is pretty much their job is to to have fun and get likes and get shares and. Literally, that is their job is to get the IGN brand out there to as many people as possible. On the other side of that, IGN are a professional journalistic outlet, so I kind of get it on one level of like why he had to. Well, Ryan, especially, obviously, being the Xbox guy over there, had to come out and be like, "I am. I apologize for this. This shouldn't happen." And I get it from the side of people like it was a joke, and I don't care. I actually agree with Ryan's approach on this, which is they are a journalistic um, outlet that should have no bias. That's it. And literally, that is it. And by though by that tweet going out, it looks like there are a biased. And IGN are already so well known for disliking Xbox and loving PlayStation and even stuff that I've seen myself, which. <clears throat> Is like, like you do see it where it's like, oh, this is on PlayStation, and you don't even hear about the Xbox version because they all own PlayStations there, which is fine. They're allowed to own PlayStations. That's not what I'm saying, but they're a journalistic outlet. You can't. You're 100 percent right. It's the bias thing. It's like you, even if it's funny. Like if, it's if, funny. I think it's funny. If I'd have seen random Twitter person post it, I would have been like, ha, that's. You know, <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's IGN. Like you, you've got to be unbiased, and it seems like Mac- Ryan McCaffrey's wasn't very happy. And at the end of the day, he runs the Xbox editorial team. Like, and if well, he, he's part of the yeah. editorial team. So oh, he's part of the editorial yeah, it was yeah. So it's but yeah, he's, obviously he runs the Xbox. No, yeah, exactly. Because um, um, I ain't got a PlayStation card at the moment. But yeah, it's like. I just, I agree with, like, I see Dan in chat quickly bring him in. He says, Ryan didn't even do it because of backlash. He did it because it's completely unprofessional. It ca- it, if it came from fans, then fair enough. Literally, I think Ryan deserves a pat on the back for this of, like, no, I need to own this before I even need to own it. Yeah. Like, no one's even making anything. But I, no, that's wrong. And they know that. Yeah, so, 100%. I felt I'd add that in there real quick. Um, oh, there is still so much to talk about, so we're going to skip a couple of these. Okay. Uh, but real quickly, Ubisoft press conference dates have been announced. Ubisoft has confirmed that it's E3 press conference times and dates, and it is going to be 9 p.m. for us GMT on June 11th. So we will be doing a pre and pro show right here on my Xbox and me. I'm moving in June, maybe. Yeah. I think I'm sorted that out, so we shall see what's going on it's there. It's going to be interesting. But there will definitely be a pre and pro show, no matter what, even if I have to go to fucking my nans or something, and we'll make it happen. Don't I mean, worry. I'll go your nans. Um, yeah, yeah no. Nah. Um, next up, Shemu 1 and 2 are getting re-released and remastered on the Xbox One. Um, I can't really stand and talk about this too long, but are you excited? Are you a Shenmue fan? No, I mean, I, I love the fact that Shenmue's coming back. I'm really excited for Shenmue 3. I don't really play re-releases, but it's nice that the first two are coming back out to sort of build into the release of the third one. I think it's just smart that they're getting it off the Dreamcast. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, at the end of the like, day, this was the only place to play a dream card. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's crazy. Like, this was the only place you could play these games were on Dreamcast. So I just, I think it's great. I never actually, I think I played them once actually, but I remember seeing four discs and being like, nah, I'm good, bro. Like, no way. So yeah, we shall see on that one. Uh, We'll skip that one and we'll move on to our last main, oh no, there's still more. Um, Yeah, there is. Okay, yeah. So moving on. Polygon says Call of Duty Black Ops 4 will not have a campaign. I'm not going to read it, but what do you make of this? Like, if you've not read this, go read it yourself no, on Polygon's website. I'll do this. So, do you care about this? Do you play Call of Duty every year? I do. I have played and reviewed Call of Duty for years. I play okay. the single players. I know I'm. I know I'm like in a minority, but like I go for the single player, and I play a bit of the multiplayer. But I'm really shit at it, so I bow out after like playing it just long enough to have an opinion of it. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoy playing single-player Call of Duty games. To be fair, though, I really didn't like Black Ops 3 single-player, like the story. Um, yeah. So maybe this is no big loss, but at the same time it is. It's like it's the biggest first-person shooter franchise in the world, basically saying it's cool to not have a single-player campaign. Well, if you've read, I've read like multiple different sources on this. And before I get into it, yes, Xbox Studio, you are 100% correct, and thank you for keeping us on this. Shimmer 2 was on the Xbox, on the original Xbox. You're right. But the first one. Um, the first no, one's the two. one you need to play. Yeah. Um, but to get back to Call of Duty, um, for me, I bought World War uh, 2, and I've only played yeah, multiplayer. You fucking heathen. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And for me, I won't buy it again, but. For and I don't. If you've read the reports, it's like apparently there's a lot more going on here. Than oh, just yeah. I mean, they I've didn't read some want of a stuff, single yeah. player. Uh, like I've like apparently it's like there's they hadn't they were producing it or are producing it. There's going to be some sort of multiplayer, uh, some sort of single player, but they couldn't get it done quick enough. And like there was actually problems uh, with this is Treyarch's year, right? Treyarch like getting it done. So now there's rumors that there's a battle royale mode coming in Call of Duty, but it might hit hundred people, but it might not. And it's a mess. Man. This Call of Duty sounds like a shit show. Oh, and right. to move into that a little bit, the rumor is. The new Call of Duty Black Ops 4 leaks indicate that a multiplayer, the multiplayer system is going to be similar to Overwatch's. Uh, a new rumor is floating around on Twitter um, that Call of Duty Black Ops 4 multiplayer may end up being similar to Overwatch. Uh, the user, the user has been posting numerous unconfirmed leaks about Call of Duty 4, uh, Black Ops 4. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I just had a thought. Just, just, yeah, no, no, like, like, so. So wait, the leak the leaker yeah, yeah, says this is what it. was posted is and I quote: "New multiplayer information has been confirmed by more than one source, so I can now talk about it uh, more publicly." As of two days ago, multiplayer was in its worst state you've ever seen a Call of Duty multiplayer mode. Sources who have played tested the mode claim that it is less like a Call of Duty and more like a Call of Duty Overwatch or a Call of Duty Lawbreakers. <laughs> the Lawbreakers reference is incredibly. <laughs> considering what he told me next. Remember how I said it was seamlessly boots on the ground and advanced movement? Well, I elaborate on that a little uh, more too. The game was going to take the hero or specialist system from Black Ops 3 and take it into the next level. Perks were basically removed and had instead been morphed into strange kind of kill streak, normal kill streaks, um... Sorry, kill streaks. Normal kill streak, as we know them, for example, blah 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 blah. We know what a kill streak is. God damn it! 
You know we make cheese. You know we make jokes about like big publishers following like chasing trends. Like literally, like if this, if all this was true, right? Call of Duty is literally tracing the two biggest trends of the last few years in hero shooters and battle royale. Can I, but the thing I want to say... That was the before thing that made like, me laugh, that just I thought I had. Yeah, but the thing for me that is, if Call of Duty made a good battle royale, oh, yeah. it would be fantastic. 100%. Because Call, Call of Duty shooting is best is the best bar none. Yeah, in my opinion, 100% right there. It feels fantastic. Like, Call of Duty is a fun game. I hate the toxic nature of its multiplayer, but I can play a battle royale because I'm on my own. It would be the thing that would bring me in. But when I hear the rumours that it might hit 100, it might not. Call of Duty, the biggest franchise, one of the biggest franchises, because GTA is technically the biggest, um, in the gaming industry, can't get 100 people to work in their game. Which means they're trying to rush it, and they're not working well on the map, and they're not doing this, and then they're not... No! No, 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 no! The only thing I'd say about, to the point of them not being able to get it, get it, 100 people into the map, is it's going to be Call of Duty, so it's still going to look like Call of Duty, which means the graphical fidelity is going to be way bigger than Fortnite or PUBG. I'm not, They've got the money to I'm do not it. making excuses for them, but like, I feel like if they try to do that with 100 players on my Xbox One S, my desk is going to catch fire but it it like going back to what you said it this sounds like it like if this is true this sounds like a shit show like what the fuck like this game supposedly has been in development for two and a half years and it's it sounds like it's a fucking mess yeah yeah i i totally agree with you um for me it's a case of just call of duty system would work perfectly with this People in my chat disagree, and people in my chat decide to say COD doesn't even use full vehicles, nor does Fortnite. Dan, please come on. Um, you don't have to have a huge map; you have to have a map that works perfectly. Yep. That's a all. small, condensed, tightly packed map with no vehicles will work just as well as exactly. And picking up weapons easy. You pick up weapons in Call of Duty now. It's literally having the layout work perfectly for a controller. That's all. With attachments, cool. The game has it. The game has all of this already. Just make it fit. But you need to take your time with it. And what I think they should have done was just produce a normal Call of Duty this year. And whoever was the the third year away should have been the team producing the Battle Royale. Or maybe the second year away, because I think they could have got it done quick enough. But I feel like this was a last minute, like, wait, PUBG's popular? Wait, Fortnite's popular? Oh, God, what do we do? Like, situation. So... Um, and that's not a good approach with your biggest franchise as well. Like, no. But there they go. Next and last piece of news um, is all about a game that we both care about. Um, procedurally generated enemies, places, and loot will be in State of Decay 2. And the quote I took from this, which is, quote, and I quote, Loot in State of Decay 2 is distributed through a few different procedural systems, each of which serves its own purpose, says Brian State of Decay 2 system designer. Containers where loot can be procedurally populated are placed by hand, but no loot drops itself on any location is hand-placed, which confused me a lot, but it makes sense when you think about it. Every time we generate a map, a variety of items and resources and loot and vehicles are distributed accordingly to this process. Some elements will have uh, the same across uh, multiple 
instances of the map, uh, same one, blah, 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 blah. Every map generated that has a gas station site has at least one gas can. One gas can. He continues, uh, some elements will be very different, says, for example, that across the whole map, we want to drop, say, 25 normal melee weapons. These aren't guaranteed to show up in certain sites, but are instead distributed po- uh, procedurally across all sites into containers whitelisted to make sense dropping items of certain implement blah 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 yeah. blah blah blah. It, You've got what I'm saying. Here. Yeah, I get what he's saying. Basically they they want to make sure that loot isn't spawning in really weird or random places. Weird places. Yeah. So it, for me the best way to layman's terms of what makes sense to me is loot is so it knows that a weapon should be in this house here and should be here, but it won't always be a baseball bat or a gun or it won't be the same yeah. thing every single time. It's procedurally generated, yeah. which makes sense to me. The loot is procedurally generated, but the location isn't. But the location isn't, which to me makes perfect sense. Because once you've, if you've ever played Sad Decay, once you've cleared out the area, you're not going back there anyway yeah. to get loot. You might go out there to clear out zombies and stuff, but not to get loot. So, uh, Games with Gold this month, we have got The Witness from April 1st to April 30th, mm. Assassin's Creed Syndicate mm. from April 16th to May 15th, uh, Disney's Cars you can no longer mm. get, but Dead Space 2 you can from April 16th to April 30th. Mm. We're not going to do fixes sack this week, but if you want your email in, uh, please email in myxboxandmepodcast at gmail.com. We do have a few from last week. Even though you've got one in from last week, stack up. Get some more in there. So when we have a short show, I can just pick from them, please. I would appreciate it. Maybe your E3 predictions and stuff like that. If you are the man, Wood, Wood, you know who you are. And I might go call you Wood because you know who I'm talking about. Who is messaging me in my Discord channel, Sam. When are you going to play Division? Did I not go on this goddamn show, Gary, and say to people, email in myxboxingmepodcast at gmail.com if you would like to play Division and get a squad together? That sounds Did anyone email in? Did anybody email him? No, nobody. So do you know what I did? I put the division to the back of my head. I didn't care. But now I've got people hitting me up in my Discord. That's not how it works. You're just psyching yourself up for FIFA Friday. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. Let's get out of here. Plug, blah, plug. Let's do it. Oh, you know, the usual places. Twitch.tv slash words about games. Um, I haven't streamed as much lately. I'll be getting back into it. Um... I need a new PlayStation 4 controller before I can start playing PlayStation 4 games, though. <laughs> so it's coming on Sunday. And uh, youtube.com slash wordsaboutgamesuk for all my reviews. Um, obviously, it's slow on Xbox at the minute, but we've got a lot of games to review on PlayStation and PC, so that's going to be cool. Other than that... <laughs> You can find me on uh, twitch.tv slash mcfixer if you're watching right here. Cool. Uh, if not... Please go over there, hit the subscribe button if you've got that Amazon Prime, you've got Twitch Prime, you can link the accounts and I make money. Also, big one right now is patreon.com slash mcfixer. I am currently in the middle of about to move. Uh, my rent is about to double and I may have to stop doing this full time. So if you are someone who is sitting on the fence right now and thinking, does he deserve it? Yes, he does. I, I believe I do. Please head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. Consider giving a couple of bucks a month. You would do it for the RSPCA. Do it for your boy MC Fixer. That's sort of my thing now, Gary. Mm-hmm. I try and convince people if you're going to give it to a dog, you could give it to me. What if you had a dog? Well, no, if you've got a dog, you've got to feed that dog, so you don't need to then go to the RSPCA. But if you don't have a dog, you could just support a fixer No, I mean, what instead. if you had a dog? 
Well, no, fuck that. The reason I haven't got a dog is because I've got no money. If I get money, I get a dog. It's a Patreon guy. There you go. Seen it. There you go. That's your, that's your angle. Get a little cute dog. Oh, my angle is, don't support RSPCA. Support me, and I'll get a dog from the RSPCA. Boom. Done. This, this plug has gone long enough. I'll love you, leave you, and see you all later. Bye.